Hi, I'm Amy Porter, and this is my podcast. My mission is to show people how to empower themselves through music, business, and media. I try to see as clearly as possible how I can help. I showcase the music that I've played and the people I've met along the way. I'm a wife and a stepmom. You might know me as a professor, a performer, a producer, a publisher, a recording artist. I'm the founder of a couple of nonprofits. Welcome in to my Porter Flute Pod. Welcome to Porter Flute Pod. You're in a bonus edition between seasons four and five, and I'm here to tell you about all the things that are going on. It's called What's Up, Amy? I'll be talking about my summer at Brevard Music Center my time at the NFA convention, the Southeast Michigan Flute Association's 20th anniversary and my program there, uh, the recordings that I'm making coming up and that are being released, and finally also AOS Wellness. Can't stop talking about that. So stay tuned for all the stuff that's going on. I'm so glad you're here. It is so good to be back talking to you here on Porter Flute Pod. I know some of you now. I met you this summer. I met you at the convention. I was so honored and happy that that you're here to listen to updates and advice and opinions. I'm just so happy to meet you in person. First up from this summer, I had 12 incredible students and six fantastic weeks at Brevard Music Center in North Carolina. I came home for five days in the middle of all that to teach my annual Impulse High School workshop, and that's always fun. At Brevard, it's a different kind of job for me. I play principal flute, and I teach, which comes so naturally, but playing principal flute and nothing else is more like a stabilizing force. If you know what I mean, this is your job, you have nothing else to do, It's one without a lot of shifts to piccolo, alto flute, administration. You just play principal flute. I liked that. That was not so bad. (laughs) In fact, the first rehearsal, I thought, why do I have so much energy? And then I realized I would play and then put my flute down and play and then put my flute down. I wasn't constantly playing, constantly working, constantly at the computer. And so I liked all these breaks where the conductor would work with a different section. <laughs> I know it's a little bit strange, but I really felt that that little detail in my body. So we played uh, Mazorski pictures at an exhibition, Fountains of Rome. I played Barber's second essay. If you don't know it, go practice it. Shostakovich five. Scheherazade by Rimsky-Korsakov, Brahms 1, to be able to play Brahms 1, I usually show the vibrato exercise on Brahms 1, like I got to play Brahms 1, then I played Brandenburg 2 and 4 in the same evening, I played Mahler 3rd Symphony, and then in chamber music, I played Amy Beach theme and variations for flute and strings, and if you don't know that, That is such a beautiful piece. There's a great video of Emmanuel playing it on YouTube. Um, Kenji Bunch wrote 
Summer Hours for Piano and Wind Quintet. What a great piece. Go play it. Schedule it on your recital. I played the Nielsen Quintet like I've never played the Nielsen Quintet. Wow, that was quite a performance, and I know that anyone in the audience would tell you it was quite a performance. Mahler 3 was just an honor to, to play with Keith. Lockhart, I have to tell you, sitting just a few feet away from Joshua Bell changed my life a little bit. He performed Tchaikovsky, which he could probably tell you he's played several times throughout his illustrious career. To see that person play that piece flawlessly, every note as a bead of sweat, you know, every note was just this incredible gesture of love and outpouring. I was so inspired. So thank you, Joshua Bell, for inspiring me. Um, That Brevard Music Center is indeed still a classroom like it was for me when I was 14 and 15 years old. So check us out. I think uh, we had a live stream of the very first performance and the last performance. So I'm hoping Brevard Music Center will get more into the game of the live stream because there are people around the world that want to hear this festival. After my time at Brevard Music Center, I drove home for about three days and got back in the car and drove to Chicago for the National Flute Association Convention's 50th anniversary. It was really fun and I got through it. I stayed to myself since I have so much going on and I don't want to be in massive public spaces for longer than I have to be. Thanks to the alumni from Michigan who visited me in my hotel room, and the performances, I feel, went well. I played Lowell Lieberman's Sonata and Martin Ballade with Liz Ames, uh, pianist. And then I played Boza's Aria at the Friday Night Gala. Now, I played for a film and I rehearsed with the film. Although in the concert, it was different. Now, why was that? Well, if you've listened to my friend, engineer Dave Shaw on this podcast, you know that speed ratios can change from computer to computer based on the settings. And I'd been rehearsing from the program chair's computer. Well, the engineer running the show decided to play the film on his computer and the settings for the video were different. That made the film even faster Then the four minutes and 20 seconds, I had strategically been asked to play. So when I got to the part in Boza's Aria, that's like the recap, you know, and it's super duper duper soft, I happened to open my eyes wide open to see In Memoriam just sitting there on the screen. No longer were the the names shown. And I realized, all eyes on me, Uh Uh-oh, something happened with the film. But I kept going. I kept going. And I think it went pretty well. There was applause. Thank you for applauding. But I felt in no need to bow. I simply walked off stage. I don't need a bow when I'm playing for souls in heaven. So thank you for your applause. Trivia night. 
was super fun. I admit, I wish I hadn't been asked to host Trivia Night on an evening when I had to perform and then I had to watch the concert because it made me a little flustered and it made me a little late, a few minutes late. And then Alice Dade was my incredible co-host and comedian and I kept losing my spot on Alice's computer and I announced the the winners in the wrong order. Oh my gosh, but it was an incredible evening with Team Mile High and Team Lizzo and thanks to Team Burkhart and Team Haynes for contributing your prize to the teams who won third and fourth place. And congratulations, Team Haynes, for the win. And thanks, Team Haynes, for sponsoring Trivia Night. You're awesome. Now, hey, everybody, I won't see you at this next convention in Phoenix because Brevard Music Center is just ending their season. And I've already told the program chair, but hey, maybe Alice Dade can take over as host of Trivia Night. It's an incredible feat to see a nonprofit survive. With the New York Flu Club as my inspiration, I took on the task 20 years ago to start a nonprofit. Southeast Michigan Flute Association. And you can hear all about that in a past episode of Porter Flute Pod. Thank you to every person who's ever served on the SEMFA board. Thank you for giving us a community of players from all walks of life and careers in Southeast Michigan. Thank you to the person, the angel, this woman. I don't know her name, but she called me on the phone to ask me to start a flute club. She said, you're the only person who can do it. So I ask you, has anyone said that to you? I mean, when you're called, you go. That's the biggest thing that humans need. They need to be needed. And when you're needed, you tend to go and help. So my program for this special 20th anniversary uh, is five ballads. So how did I come up with a program about five ballads? Again, it's dangerous when I'm alone because I get these ideas that don't stop formulating into a project. So I don't need more projects. But anyway, I was asked to be the 20th anniversary guest. I'm just so deeply honored. And I created a program based around the Martin ballad that I was playing at NFA. And I had recorded the Gobert ballad. And I, I knew about Reinica ballad. So I thought, isn't there a ballad in the French book? Yes, Perilou wrote a ballad. And so I thought there must be one more. So I opened up the library I had inherited from John Wummer, and there it is. Rivier wrote a ballad. So there are countless other ballads by other composers before you start shouting through the speaker. But I stuck to these five for my program, and I'm ending the piece with a world premiere. No, it's not called Ballad. It's going to be called Three Ukrainian Pieces, and it is by none other than flute fan friend himself, Christopher Caliendo. So, five ballads by Perilou, Reinica, Rivier, Gobert, Martin, and the world premiere of Three Ukrainian Pieces dedicated to the spirit of the Ukrainian people by Christopher Caliendo. This is all happening October 14th, Friday night, 7.30 in Farmington Hills. So you can go to semfa.org for directions to the event. October 15th, Saturday, we will have a fundraiser after the entire festival is over 
have a an incredible fundraiser to get us through the next 20 years. So stay tuned for that fun party you won't want to miss if you're a flutist or a flute friend or a flute family or a flute fan, anything in Southeast Michigan, you'll come to our founders party to celebrate Sempha and our buoyancy and our spark. Let's talk recordings. I'm happy to say that all of those short Gobert pieces, the 11 works that are in your treasures compilation that I published with Carl Fisher, that's all coming off to a recording called Treasures. It's also available online in the DVD study guide. Remember, we used to play DVDs. Some people still do. I know a lot of people are not listening to CDs. That's why Treasures will not be available in a hard copy. I'm just going to put it online for your listening pleasure. So again, those are 11 works that are included in my study guide and also in Treasures, the sheet music. So another recording coming out this next season is Trio Verado. We're making a new recording in May. We will meet at Drew University in New Jersey to work with the very famous award-winning engineer Silas Brown. Grammy award-winning, incredible uh, producer of Trail of Tears recording, if you know that, on Naxos by Michael Dougherty. We will record works by Molino, Piazzolla, Mio, and a new world premiere. And the world premiere work is the title of the album. So Triologue is a three-movement work by Sergio Assad. And we're honored to have this Assad commission funded by Chialino Artist Management. We'll also be including the recording of a video of Skeleton at the Feast by composer David Sampson. And speaking of Trio Verado, we're playing twice in a weekend. Write this down. October 7th in Corvallis, Oregon. And October 9th in Dayton, Ohio. Whew, that's busy. And before that, I will have performed, as you know probably already, the Renaissance Concerto by Lucas Foss in Buffalo, September 30 and October 1. And then in New York City in Carnegie Hall on Monday, October 3rd. And you can find out about that everywhere you find the Buffalo Philharmonic. I can't discuss the details, but there's a recording in the works, of course. Which is why I fly out to Portland, Oregon for a gig with Trio Verado immediately after my recording of Foss in Buffalo. So I don't know how that happened, but it's happening. So that's why I'm laying low. I can do this. I trained my whole life for this. I do it again and again. And it's only other people that wonder how I do it. I hope you'll keep listening to Porter Flute Pod for clues on how to maintain a happy and vibrant career through the ups and downs and twists of life. Don't let other other people bring you down and be with the tribe that lifts you up and lets you create. And that's where AOS Wellness comes in. You see, I decided not to fight anymore. The draw was too great. I had to create an experience for people to participate in the true anatomy of sound. 
I retired my 20-year in-person workshop with fireworks to reunions and wonderful student learning experiences with so many coaches live and online. And we retired. And with the engine that is the University of Michigan Innovation Partners, I was able to trademark the name Anatomy of Sound, patent the motion behind My Breathing Buddy, which is my innovation, and create a brand that reflects my 20-year curriculum. Anatomy of Sound LLC and its website, AOS-Wellness, is where you can go for all the tips you need, meditations, movement classes, and if you become a member, you get five rotating channels every single month. Those five channels, you'll have them with different curriculum. So one on movement, one on breathing, one on meditation, one on wisdom, and one on practice. With my partner, Laura Dwyer, aos-wellness.com is a website that educates and informs about the origins of breathing and sound. We also want you to breathe better in order to live better, to sleep better, to think better, to do everything better. So that's it for now. I will feature some new blue flute news in the next podcast when I officially open Porter Flute Pod Season 5 sometime around the holidays. I appreciate you being here. You can find more about me, amyporter.com, porterflute.com, and on social media, I'm Porter Flute on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. Thanks for being here. I'm so grateful for you.